0: Father Brown and Death in Paradise plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at britbox.com. So, it's me, it's Skeletor, it's Yokozuna, it's Alia. Shock hat. And we're riding one of those industrial carpet cleaners around around the bottom of an empty pool. Yes. And uh, Yokozuna goes to do a wicked trick, uh, gets his butt stuck in a drain, Skeletor turns on the pool drain, I don't know why, and it sucks his diaper off. So now I'm in the uncomfortable position of I have to try to help him cover up, mm. but I can't seem like I'm looking mm. because alia has got a big mouth. So you had to become a diaper. Well, yes. Uh, I essentially formed a human diaper, but I also had to keep noticing things that were out of the eyeline of Pretending like Yoko's Zuna. Thinking about yeah. something else. Yes. And so I would be like, oh, is that a, you know, uh, Yellow bellied sapsucker, or some other funny bird name, you know, from the old days, Uh and uh, be pointing in trees. Uh, And Yoko, I think, bought it. Skeletor did not. So Skeletor was pointing out that you,
1: there was no bird.
0: He's like, there's no bird there, and you're not even looking there. You're just burying your face into Yoko's Zuna. Hey, welcome to... Hi, welcome to Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Insider's Guide to Kicking kicking Butt butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet carpet. Line. We have a nice guest today.
1: The great debates are here. What up, what up, showbiz. And some of these guys have been on the show before. The
0: debatesters. We
1: did a writer's panel with them, with uh, Dave King and Steve Healy. Uh, They came back and... I I
0: have something to say about this. When we met you guys... You guys were just these writers, these TV writers, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you get a taste of the podcast. They did have life. they did have okay. a show then,
1: but it was a it was a, a joke. You guys would agree that it was a joke. it was a
0: sick joke. It well, okay. was, you were almost making fun going. of the idea of having a show, and we gave you a taste of the podcast life.
2: Well, we you know I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we got we heard about your numbers, and we got a kind of taste of. How a professional operation works. Which numbers? You know, all the, the downloads, the <laughs> listeners, the ad rates, and, all of it. And? I'm sorry? And, go on. Are you saying and, are you looking for more numbers or are you looking for me to continue the
1: story?
0: Anything. Just okay, right, right, right,
1: right, um, right. Why would you stop?
2: I guess cuz he said and and I would right, like I was right that's the
1: opposite of stop.
2: Look, yeah. there was one number, 30,000, yeah. 30,000. 30, it made an mm-hmm. impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what the number was? That, that was, was, the was number. their number. That's yeah. our yearly salary. And that kind of stopped us in our tracks and we said, "Okay, this could be something." Stop, rethink. Yeah, maybe this isn't a joke. The the podcast that we had at the time. Maybe this isn't a joke. Maybe, yeah, I'll admit it, maybe we should be a little bit more like you guys. Time to, yeah.
1: And Dan Medina is here as well. Dan Medina, good to see you. We just met. Debates. Glad to be here. Don't so, yeah, worry. And then you guys made PodMass. Yeah. Do you want any tips? Maybe you guys figured, like, how to frame, how to print and frame a PodMass mention.
0: It can be tricky due to the format. Yes,
1: the print view can can be very It doesn't always capture.
0: Sometimes it cuts off the last word of every sentence mm-hmm. and then you have to reprint, reframe. It can get kind of pricey. Yes. Uh, so Hayes has kind of like a Landscape. step-by-step. Landscape yeah. mode. Yeah.
2: Are these like, if these are directions that you guys already have written out, that would be great if you could just forward it to us because obviously we've wanted to like print. And I frame can frame our give, our give you the eventually. ones that I give to the Aaron brothers. Yeah. I mean, that would be huge for us. What I found is you save it
3: as a PDF.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Get the PDF the size you like.
0: Mm -hmm. Crop.
3: Print the PDF. Crop
0: large landscape mode. Print the PDF. Don't print it out
3: of your browser. Don't get into that trap.
0: Yeah, well, and uh, where were you, you know, sorry. when I printed it out of my browser? (laughs) What is it about podcasts that is so addictive for
2: us gents? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, mm. oh, that's the that's the big question. Mm-hmm. That was the classic, that's the
0: big one. Why can't I stay away? Have yeah, you, have you
2: tried to stay away?
0: No, don't, I'm. Oh, that oh, could yeah. be a good debate for you. Guys. That's good. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the, the way to debate. And and this is a great opportunity for you to give our listeners a little bit of the flavor of your show. Yeah, um, oh. they just get a little sample. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when Beautiful Anonymous was on This American Life. And Steve, you have a book as well. You might want to mention the uh, book. Steve, talk point. about the book.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote a book. It's called The Wonder Trail. You
0: should read a Wonder
2: Trail. Yeah. He's got a, a bunch of books. Steve is his yeah. most recent
0: book. My most recent. On, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
3: But, hey, we're here to talk about podcasts yeah. and podcasting. Is it
1: like The Wonder Trail from a woman's yeah. navel, like a friggin' snail trail? I, I, I
3: thought that was you. The Treasure Trail. <laughs> the Treasure oh. Trail. Oh, wait. Different book. And that's
1: actually – Oh, yo the happy trail that's nice. actually sort of a trap because the thing you follow the trail and the thing at the end is essentially a monster it has <laughs> nothing to do with with treasure at all it's 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 like it, it's like a the opposite
0: of what you're expecting as with all great tricks yeah the promise of adventure at the beginning of the trail is, uh, I, I mean, it, it inspires bravery. Greedy men like you and me hear treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start our journey down the trail. Yeah. And then we're, we're punished left for to our face. Greed. Well, and we often face our greatest fear.
3: Well, the lesson is that the journey the, is its own reward.
0: Well, for me, the treasure is found in me surviving the travails. And uh, the treasure was inside me. It was finding that strength. The treasure
3: is always inside you.
0: Yeah, a lot of the time when I've been promised treasure. (laughs) Like, for instance, Earwolf, I think some of these guys are getting treasure for making
1: these podcasts. Right. And it's been implied as well that we might end up getting treasure.
0: Yeah, but then when we ask for more clarification, they go like, the treasure is inside you. And that's actually what our contract says.
2: (laughs) So interesting.
0: That could be good, though. Be uh, it better be, yeah. You know, I have to somehow spin it in a positive way. Well, for what myself. did Lev say about that when you sent it to him? Lev Ginsburg, my lawyer.
2: Uh, yeah, Lev Ginsburg, your lawyer. Um, what did he when you forwarded him the contract? I'm sorry, I assumed everyone knew Lev, but it first
0: he case. did say yeah. not to sign it. Yeah. Uh. He had a lot of opinions on things that I should ask for and things that need to be clear in the contract. Right. And they, I kind of went like, well, they're artist-friendly. They're not going to care. Like, They're not going to hold us to this if it doesn't make sense. But, And we um, said, we have Jake Johnson on our first episode.
1: Surely we'll right. be able to maintain that level of guest mm-hmm. all the way through, which, I mean, yeah. how could we not
0: and We didn't successful? deliver on our end of the promise, and uh, they... Have treated us like we are disappointment, and uh, yeah. Looking back, would I have listened to Lev?
2: Yeah, yeah. I always feel that way, man. And you know, I've crunched the numbers. Everyone's got to crunch your own
0: numbers. Oh, please. I would say that's a huge. You know, if you're, I crunch my numbers at the end of every day.
3: <laughs> yeah, devote an hour a day to crunches crunching, crunching. and crunching. What tool do you use to crunch?
2: Your numbers, dude. Just use calculator calc on calc. Uh, my iPhone. That's all you I need. Calc
0: calc- I calc it. I calc it. it. Yeah,
2: because if you use anything more complicated, you, you're you're kidding yourself. Well, and it's easy. It's easy, it's easy to easy. get That's, lost Thank in you. It. So deal. Just take the raw data. That's what I always tell people. Get the big numbers, the raw data, your nets and your grosses, your percentages. Should, should we talk yeah. about
0: our nightly rituals? Yes. I mean, me, yep. it's yes. I do a third of the New York Times crossword <laughs> puzzle. Right. Mm-hmm. I close it, I curse it. Now you do I crunch my
1: numbers. It's it's one, it's the top third, and a lot of them are it's amazing how you do this because a lot of them are incomplete. You manage yeah. to just perfectly fill in you work top the though. exact top third. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand how you how you do that? What do you mean like how I do it? It seems like you're not using the clues. The clues, right. Well, the clues are a distraction.
0: That is A lot of times time you say they don't even it's mean your, what they say. You're doing say. it
1: European style.
0: I am. Well, my oma, that's what I call my nana. My oma uh, taught me a style of crosswording that is unorthodox here in the states but is actually a lot more effective, a lot more freeing, and a lot more beautiful. Where's Oma from? Uh, whew, I never asked. She <laughs> was a mean lady, so I tried not to pry. Okay.
2: Is she no longer with us? Mm. You haven't asked. I
0: haven't asked that yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If she's gone. She gone. I hope, you know. There's a little bit of do re coming my way. <laughs> What's your nightly ritual, Healy or Medina or Hayes?
1: <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> – I find myself searching for my son a lot of these yeah. nights. Give me back my son. Well, he – I mean, it's not – it's a different search every night. It's not like I I find him every night. But he once a night he'll go, see ya, and then he runs out the door. Huh. Uh, that's
2: almost sounds almost like that's his
1: ritual. It sounds
2: yeah. Like, you have
3: a father son <laughs> ritual together, which is nice. like,
1: Mm-hmm. I I don't think that's how he thinks of it because he says don't find me. And but he's saying he's yelling don't find me so loud that that's usually how I. But how is find he? Say- how is
3: he saying it? Like with a little. It love? is a little a is little a wink? A little wink a little do find me.
1: It might be a little playful. He's very hoarse, and so it's he's just a he's a hoarse person. You
3: have a horse son.
1: Not, not like a, not a horse. And, no, obviously. Like, yeah. Uh, but he has a very horse voice. And so it's, it's tough for him to like express emotion through his voice. Because he had
0: voice. a pretty – we can talk about it. He had a pretty bad accident doing the cinnamon challenge when he was yes. very young. Oh, man. Yeah. Where he mm-hmm. did try to – he was able to successfully do the challenge once. And yep. so then he went quadruple or nothing. Kidding, uh, wow. Thought he was going to make a killing. Well, I uh, think I read about this uh, for things of cinnamon, and you know, he thought. Uh, you,
2: I'm sorry. Two hundred
0: thousand dollars later, he has uh, a functioning throat, oh, um, but it doesn't do what you want it to. Voice wise He
1: I seems wish... to think more cinnamon is going to fix the problem. Mm and so that's what I think Hair we have no dog. we have no cinnamon in the house obviously mm-hmm. I so. wish
3: you could go back to the time of the cinnamon challenge and mm-hmm. tell so many of those kids yeah. that even the ones that are going to get famous it's going to be pretty fleeting
0: is it mm-hmm. worth it yeah yeah mm-hmm. And that it's hard to do something else once you're sort of you're known as the Cinnamon Kid. cinnamon, kid. Yeah, cinnamon, do kid. The cinnamon. Yeah. And for a while there was yeah, bring me in the
3: Cinnamon Kids. We'll get a million of them. It was like fine Stars, but then you know that kind of just yeah. disappeared. That whole thing.
1: But if I went back and told all those kids that, then I would sort of feel like oh, now it could be just me doing this. Right. You Is know? it an opportunity now? I've yeah. carved out a real space just, just for myself.
3: Well, if you could jump back and forth in time, there's a lot of opportunities you could create for yourself. Mm. Whoa, that's
0: something I think mm. about often. Yeah. Where I'm like, would this song Pop Style by Drake be popular if I had recorded (laughs) it? (laughs) Right. Right.
2: Right. Hey, if I had to be, uh, if I were one of the Celtics, could they still win a game? You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about. I I drive myself crazy with those kind of. uh, That's true. Logic games. Very true. How about
0: this one? If I killed Oma, you know, would I exist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Huh? You you said you're not sure if Alma's still around or not. I don't know, but I'm saying if I'm going back in time, going back, in well, stopping time. her from how, doing how some of the stuff that she did. I do
3: think if you Wait, killed her now, you'd probably be in the clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms well, of existing, at least.
2: Did you did you kill her?
1: Is that?
0: Yeah. What's going on? Oh, uh, well, you haven't asked. You know what? It's, yeah, I haven't actually asked that. Um, uh, but that, we could, be to hear everyone's that night could be ritual. an interesting debate. Oh, yes, that's a good debate. Did I kill
1: Oma? But we do need to hear some more night rituals first before yes. we get into the debates. But
0: we would like to give people some of the flavor. The flavor is the rituals? The flavor is the debates, and, yes. and oh, I hope we, do we, we hope to, it stays in their to, mouth so hard that they go listen to your show. We do have to account for all the night rituals. Okay,
3: let me just blast through my night ritual. Yeah, Big blast. glass of milk, mm, care, sure. mm. Stretch for 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm mm. in bed, I'm done. It's nice.
0: 30, it's 30 minutes. You
3: have to stretch 30 minutes minimum. What do we focus right on after when we stretch? Right after a
1: big milk.
3: After your milk, you got to stretch the milk out. Let it get into all mm. your bones.
1: Mm. A big milk. A mm. huge milk. Mm. I'm
3: going
2: to hit a big how, milk. How many ounces of milk is that? 20 ounces. Yeah. I, I do, do 20 big And ounces. you just pound it. I pound it, yeah.
3: I it stays it fresh. One gulp. Yeah. I One mean, gulp of gulp.
0: monster milk. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, blast it, and then you just stretch,
3: feel it, get into the bones, into the joints, into the gristle, and mm-hmm. feel your body mature. It's nice.
0: Uh, I don't do animal products as much. I don't like the term vegan, but I am plant based.
1: Your diet is plant based.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What don't you like about the term vegan?
0: It reminds
1: him of the character Vega from Street Fighter, uh, which uh, is a scary character. Freaking cool. claws. Yeah. All right.
2: Okay. Don't. Don't remind,
1: yeah. I mean, I feel bad. How's
0: use... that not against the rules?
2: <laughs> the claws or him Yeah, saying... he's
0: wearing claws.
3: Yeah. No rules in a street fight, brother. And they the... got guys throwing fireballs. Then
0: why? Okay, but that's a ability that he developed over time, the yoga flame. And yoga fire. Got, uh, yoga fire. Yeah.
3: And also a monster is allowed to compete, Balrog.
0: Well, Balrog's a boxer. The monster. Whoa,
3: whoa, Blanca. whoa, whoa, oh,
1: whoa. I wouldn't call that guy a monster. Who's
3: the hairy monster? Because he's got like a gold tooth. Who's the green healing? I
0: don't know. Just because he has, you know, a slightly different, probably background. So so here we
1: are. We've got Blanca, who's like a green guy that gives up orange hair. And Balrog is a monster. monster. Balrog's a monster. Sorry, I
3: got the names wrong.
1: It's been a while. Holy shit. Okay, so we're about halfway done with the night ritual. Nightly i ri- uh, uh-huh.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll be mine. Uh, TM, TM, TM. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, I do. Tw- basically I do 20 minutes of meditation before dinner. I eat dinner. I do an hour of meditation. I crunch the numbers, and then I do
0: 90 minutes
2: of meditation before sleep.
0: Uh, would you be okay with, Medina, guessing your mantra?
2: Yeah, I— Look, I you know the If he guesses it's the uncomfortable right. but yeah I'm I'm willing like. If but he I'm guesses fine, it right, you have to get to a new one. Medina, know, you're, you're clear. for takeoff. Well, what does
1: he get? What does Medina get out of this if he <laughs> guesses it right? He's
2: cleared for takeoff. He should get I'll, something. Look, cleared just, for, just cleared for takeoff. Yep, I'll, cleared for takeoff. And Medina, while you think about it, I'll write I'll write it down on this card. I'm folding it over. I'll okay. slide it over to Hayes. So we have it okay, so Hayes, Hayes has yeah. the card. So you know so it.
1: Yes, I can, I, yes, I can confirm whether up. or not. Hayes,
2: don't look. Okay. Please don't look because... I only want to use this as verification if he actually guessed it right. And if right. he didn't, obviously, I'll take it back and you'll never look at it. Right. Thank God. Okay. And it'll be mine. Go ahead. I have
0: this inside of me. It's not a guess he's, he's yet. Preparing this to guess. is not a guess. <laughs>
1: right. But now it seems like he does have it inside of him. Okay. And for,
2: I mean, he's I, summoned the mantra. We should probably, I mean, yeah. just th- so the listeners know, his eyes are like in the back of his head now.
3: This is inside of me. <laughs> it is inside of me. Yeah. It's about, it's inside
1: of you, right? He's <laughs> open, open that card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. What does it say? I, it says I have this inside
2: of me. Yeah, don't look at the don't Is look it, at that part. Don't look at, don't thing look at the thing on the that part. I, that's something else. We'll, okay, go ahead. Is that supposed we, to be me? It's not. Don't if you're going to look at that part, don't show it to
1: Sean. <laughs> this, I mean, it's a part like part of it's typed and part of part of it looks like it, it's like there's an opposite page that looks like it's a script. So Somehow. it looks like you were reusing paper. Yes. Somehow part of it's typed. Yeah. And and, and you're writing it down on a piece of uh, the script paper. Yes. It looks like a workaholic script. It is. Where Sean's character Fritz. Ah, uh, yes. Fritz. The, the, the acting teacher mm-hmm. is being written out of the show. Oh. That that uh, has nothing to do with my mom. Give me that. You're drawing me.
2: That
0: is not necessarily you. It and I'm sucking you on is... Vega's claws. And I'm saying, ooh, I like this. I don't deserve to be on the show. Dave King should have played Fritz. I would never say that. I brought that character to life, David.
2: And I liked, I liked the way you played Fritz. I liked it. But, but... I had already been established as canon did in the Workaholics universe. Did you feel like you gave universe. it up too
1: fast in the ICP
2: episode? Yes, episodes. yes. I look for everyone who doesn't know pff, the three or four He's people. Hatchet Man. I played Juggalo Davis in a season one episode of Workaholics. The Hatchet Man. Yeah. Sold hatchets. It had been. It just seemed like that's who the character should have been. Why did they need to bring in a Fritz? Uh, Davis exists already. So, yeah, great. Now we're airing our grievances, I guess, here. I'm sorry you had to find out about it this way through my mantra, which also happens to be in Medina. I guess it correctly. It is inside me. Here's a little story about
0: Davis writing for the show Love. So I get an audition for the show. As you could imagine, I'm excited. It's Judd Apatow. right? Leslie Arfin. Paul Rust, these some big names. I'm stoked. Dave I King. go in. Dave King is involved. He's a producer and writer. You'll you'll appear. Don't worry. <laughs> I go in. Ellie Waller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ellie Rushfield. Brent Forrester. Believe me, a lot of fans of mine. Gillian Jacobs. I get in there. I fucking drill it. I've never been so right for something in my life. Allison Jones casting doesn't know what to do with themselves. And by the way, there's a big article about her.
1: So And she's actually the one who secretly is responsible for
0: all the success a of A lot of the shows. good stuff so. that you see, she knows who's good to put in. Yeah. So I finish up, I clean up, I leave and I wait a for lot the of, phone So call. many people don't clean up. <laughs> Please. It's it's so unprofessional. It's like you didn't audition. We know you made a mess. <laughs> Just clean the shit up. <laughs> I go to play in a big Hollywood poker game that night. Don't want to talk about who plays in the game. You know, Don C. Riley, you know, whatever. Big names. I flopped the nuts a couple times. It's monster stacks.
1: And you were doing your audition for a lot of people at the game, and they agreed that it was They want
0: to have fun. Right. The game is for fun, yes. you know? It's not make money night. It's mm-hmm. poker night. You play poker, you yeah, have fun. We've all, sure, okay. You clean up if you're doing your audition. Some or. people are very concerned about just how much money. Are they up or down? We've all played all poker all with names. Yeah. Dave King is there. He's the one I don't like. And I talk to him huh. during pizza time, and I go, I came in for your show today. And he goes, oh, my God, that's so fucking great. And I go, yeah, really funny role. I'd really love to do it. I drilled the audition. I cleaned up afterwards. Dave goes like, oh, you totally should be – yeah, I I hope you do. I go like, oh, well, that's awesome. And he really heavily implies he's going to put in a word for me. Sounds like it to me. Producer on the show, producer level. He's episodic. He's not being paid by the week. And I am feeling like this seals the deal, not that I needed it. The character's name is Wyatt. Yeah. Smash cut to, I'm watching the show Love in my home with my wife, who I love. And I don't want her to see me the way I'm about to be. You should say you're watching in your wife's home. Yes, I'm sorry. It's her home, but I am allowed there for limited periods of time. So as we're watching it, the character, Wyatt, appears on the screen. The one I auditioned for. The one I thought, they must have just eliminated this character. There's no way someone else is playing him. They must have decided he wasn't right for the world. I know the show was in flux. There was probably a lot of messing around at the beginning. Dave couldn't decide what he wanted to do. So, as I'm watching it, who is playing Wyatt on the show but Dave King? My former friend who had promised to put a word in Uh was, in fact, a snake with a knife. This is where you call in Lev, I think. I think this is
3: a Lev situation. It is a
0: conflict it's for Lev to represent both me and my nemes- tr- my acting nemesis,
2: Dave King. Well, maybe, okay, so if this is about Lev, then maybe this is the time one of us puts a call in and says, "Choose." Sorry, you, you know, p- yeah, pick a side, Lev. Pick a fucking side. Oh, for, for him, him it's a numbers you. game. For him chooses. it's a, yeah. And we'll—he'll yeah. crunch his own numbers. He's going to crunch his he's own numbers. He's gonna his gonna own pull numbers the be calc. like, do I want to be with
3: Wyatt or the guy at home watching his wife oh, watch another good. guy play yeah, Wyatt?
2: That's right. I wonder. Tough decision. It's a simple <laughs> tough call. Mm. Do I want to be with the guy who got the part or the guy who thought he had the part? I got an episodic guy who's also playing a part,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: I got a guy who's watching his wife watch at home. Mm. Yeah, I'm watching
0: my wife watch the show.
3: How, by the how
2: much? How much? What commission do I get when a guy watches it home with his crunch, wife? Crunch, crunch, crunch. I did audition for the part of Wyatt and did a better job than you, and that is why I was cast in the role. Oh,
0: yeah. It wasn't just so uh, that I just want local. to make that
2: clear. Wasn't a local hire uh, inside I was a local the building? Hire.
0: I live in Los Angeles. You're misusing the t- I think one thing that happened is some of the people – were afraid that if Wyatt was too funny of a character, he would steal scenes from some of the other main characters who are writing the show and making a lot of uh, the decisions.
2: It's funny. I can disabuse you of that notion, uh, having been inside the process. Actually, what happened was uh, Judd thought I was a funny person, and he suggested that I audition. And so even though I had no intention of doing that, my boss asked me to. Mm -hmm. And so then I went and did that and got the part because of how funny I was.
0: Oh, right. Well, so there's no actually, way that he would yeah. manipulate you in order to keep the rest of his cast who are bigger stars happy and make you feel like you're being funny when actually no, you're I, just sort of a... Right, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's a big uh, Hollywood player like Judd, he wouldn't know how to do that to someone. Anyway, let's talk about some debates. One debate is uh, how come BJ Novak uh, said that yours is his favorite podcast when he'd been on this podcast. Did he forget or hit his head? Mm. You want to debate that? Mm. Well, he said that on Tim Ferriss's podcast. Right.
3: Which is like.
2: Interesting. So he was already on another podcast. Four hour work week. Yeah. 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 Tim Ferriss has such good
1: sex. Four, four hour. Tell four me Four hour sex a week.
0: He just. Yeah. Four hour, four, four hour sex week. <laughs> He just will often give me a health tip, mm-hmm. maybe like show me how to make a smoothie. And then it's suddenly and then about fucking And then he'll just toss it in and like as if I was going like, okay, but does this guy really fucking lay it down? And and if I'm wondering, I don't have to wonder anymore. <laughs> it comes at you're tell he lets you know. He generously Allows me to picture him fucking, even when he's talking about something totally unrelated. Life is full of
3: mysteries and wonders. It's nice to have some certainties. Mm-hmm. And one is that Tim Ferriss can uh, go to I mean, Bonetown hard, thoroughly, death? for a long time.
2: Death taxes and Tim Ferriss yeah. laid it down. Let's put it that the way. Guy
0: lays <laughs> lays it on. <laughs>
1: Okay, but do we want
0: to do the BJ debate? Yeah, should you guys debate? Well, yeah, well, Steve mentioned what podcast he said it on. Was that the debate?
1: Medina. Medina is moderating. moderating the, these things? <laughs> the topic is BJ.
3: Did BJ hit his head? Did BJ was he hit his head, or was it a pointed assault on or Hollywood? Was it a handbook?
2: pointed assault on Hollywood Handbook? Okay,
3: yeah, I'll take right. the pro pointed assault on Hollywood Handbook. I think yeah, he's firing a shot across your bow. No question. And you guys
2: honestly need to respond. He'll be disappointed if you don't. That's my opening statement. BJ's a smart guy. He's not going to make enemies in Hollywood uh, that that cavalierly, if you will. We also, look, we have some inside information. You and I both know that BJ's not quite as coordinated as he lets on to be in his characters, like Ryan Howard on The Office. He's prone to injury. You and I have seen him uh, accidentally hit his elbow in his hand. I think it's totally possible that on his way out of Moza or wherever he was at, he hits his head on a door frame, and for, for no malicious reasons he's gonna uh, accidentally say that the Great Debates is his favorite podcast if, can I tag in yeah, yeah. it's big yeah.
1: Heads his head's big head's very big
2: yeah he's uh, got a cinema
0: star head can so, I head. tag in yeah Hayes would know nice very well done
3: if BJ hit his head on the way out of Moza that was part of a strategy This is a guy who's planning moves ahead of moves. I think he's sending you guys a strong, clear message. Turn it up, Handbook. Been around for a while. You're at that
2: 30,000. Good. Let's get it to 40,000. You know, this would all make sense if BJ himself had his own podcast and he actually had skin in the game. But what he gains nothing from our – from saying the great debates is his favorite podcast. You know, this is a guy who's not going to just say things – altruistically, as you said, he's a calculated man. He's thinking three steps ahead. This had to have been a mistake on his part. He obviously either – I mean I'm not saying he hit his head because I think that Sean is is throwing that in a little too, I don't know, conveniently as the catch-all solution. Can I tag in? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh-uh. You've got a great coach who's got a lot of
3: great players. He's going to set them against each other, pit them against each other. And that's what BJ is. He's a coach to the world of podcasting from the Tim Ferriss down to the Great Debates. He's trying to get this You know dynamic. what? If he were such mm-hmm. a good
2: coach, then that move would have worked. Because as you said, handbooks stuck at 30, they're stuck at 30K. So if 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 BJ is this John Wooden of podcasts, then why hasn't the motivation worked? Why haven't their numbers gone up? Hitting his head Again, in Mozart. It all it all points back to he hit his Head. Hit his head in Mozart. We're here now.
3: Right. We're at the H Book. Yeah. I don't know what their numbers are going to be next week, huh. but
2: I'm guessing I it's got not going 30,000. I got a pretty damn good guess that if you look at that uh, flat line on the chart, that it's not going to suddenly peak from three schmoes from the Great Debate showing up and arguing about whether or not. I mean, listen to what we're even arguing here. I think he set this whole thing up for this exact day and he wants to see what you guys are going to do.
3: To respond. We're here. I mean, I think he's hoping to go on Tim Ferriss next week and say, Tim, I'm back. I know you Bone. I'm back with Hollywood Handbook as my favorite podcast.
0: Wow. I would suspect I I would agree with you if I didn't know that Doughboys is a podcast. Doughboys is definitely
3: the X factor. That (laughs) is absolutely going
0: to be
1: his favorite podcast the next time he's interviewed. Yeah, it really is time for us to... Team up against Doughboys. Well, that is – And that's why we brought you here. Can we talk honestly about that? that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Where can we hit them? What are their uh, weak points?
2: They seem pretty impenetrable. One thing that I've noticed about Mm Doughboys is that they're running low on chain restaurants already. I mean, you hit Mm, 60 episodes, Mm. 80 episodes – there, you know. Okay, so the last one I heard was uh, Bubba Gump with Paul Sheer. Sure, her, okay. okay, it was a great mm-hmm. episode. But is that the restaurant that comes to mind when you think of chain restaurants? I thought uh, they have Jonah Ray doing Jolly Bee. Jolly Bee. I'd like I to mean, announce talk about Bottom of the
1: Barrel. Does I'd like
0: to announce on the podcast. On this podcast. On okay. this podcast. <clears throat>
1: Well, and, we, no, but we would love to also do anything on
0: Boys. I'll do anything they want. I'd like to announce. I've now, been in this touch with Tyson about
2: being a guest. I'd love to anytime. He, I'm a huge fan of his. I'd like anyway. to get
0: this out in front. Yeah, Mike, he's very funny on that like, I didn't audition for that character. He earned that one outright. So, June 24th, 2015, over a year ago, this is a message I wrote to Nick Weiger. Not that you asked. And not sure if this chain is big enough. But if you do a Doughboys about BJ's Brewhouse, I do fucks with the Pazuki. He says that'd be rad. I love that place. And now I'm really blowing him up. It's where my wife first met my parents years ago. I mean, he's getting intimate with me. Mm. Sean, it's okay, man. Hang in there, bud. Mitch out of town for like a month. All right, okay. When it gets back, let's set it up. I say, this is all on June 24th, 2015. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, it's been more than a month. If they do BJ's Brew House, w- the psychological warfare, I mean, they're obviously waiting to drop a BJ's episode to, to just shatter just me, f- probably the, the, on my anniversary the, with my wife, whose house I get to hang out in sometimes when I want to watch TV. They're waiting. They're not doing BJ at BJ's. I mean, I was just they, thinking. That's, I mean, we were all yes, going that's there, the right? fear. Yeah. But I actually don't think they he will. Really I think is. they'll go with someone far smaller. Mm,
2: interesting. Just to say, to really fuck with you. Because if they bring BJ to BJ's. A BJ Porter. A BJ Porter, a BJ mm-hmm. Avril. BJ Avril would be the right size guest for that. So, because, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm sorry to hear about this, Sean. I mean, yeah, that's a fucking bummer, dude. When are you guys going to be on? Been texting with Mitch, hoping they call yeah. my name, you know?
0: Hoping to get called up. Yeah. Man, Mitch is funny in that role. He must have nailed his audition. Oh, he was great. Yeah.
2: Well, I and again, he, I mean, that only sort of proves the... Your hypothesis wrong further, which is the uh, this absurd notion that Judd was for some reason casting people who weren't funny.
0: Oh, is he a writer-producer on the show? Mitch? Yeah.
2: No, just heavily involved. Oh, he's an actor. He's a professional actor. Actor, professional actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as am I. I mean, I wear many hats. Mm-hmm. As you know, I've been, you know. Did a lot on Carson Daly. Make America Debate Again. Last Call with Carson Daly, uh, Workaholics, Parks and Recreation, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Traffic Light? Traffic Light played a voice. No big deal. <coughs> played the voice of Phil on an episode of Traffic Light. Is mm-hmm. that a big deal? I don't know. Yeah. Still get the residuals. So, guess I'm a professional actor? I don't know.
1: Should we have a quick debate? Uh-huh. Uh, I would love to just see a debate about Sam, about Engineer Sam. Mm, mm. This is something that I have I'm intrigued. personally been going back and forth on a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll take the and pro. So with, okay, mm-hmm. good. Pro Sam and, and you. Uh, I guess you'll be anti-Sam. Sam.
2: Yeah,
0: gladly. So the topic is Engineer Sam.
3: Hey, taking he's pro. on the case. It's Saturday. He's doing his job. He's got his brewer's hat on mm-hmm. and he doesn't break. That's the important thing. Mm -hmm. You know, most engineers, they'd be sitting here listening to the handbook, laughing their ass off, texting people photos, snapchatting it, periscoping it, trying to make it something for them. Can you
0: believe this is my job? I'm here.
3: Oh, my God. Get to work with these dummies. Can you believe it? These dorks are in again. Mm -hmm. That's not Sam's way. Mm -hmm. He's a pro. He chills. He roots for the Brewers. He hangs out. He almost makes
2: it seem as if he doesn't like the show. I mean, that's how professional he is. And that's where my argument's going. There's a difference between chilling and showing the courtesy and respect and sort of helping contribute to the bonhomie of the podcast, if you will. I haven't seen this guy crack a smile since I sat down. Am I asking the guy to break out laughing? No, of course not. But would it kill him to show in some way that he's enjoying the process? Uh, no. In fact, I almost feel like that should be part of his job description. I know he's working the ones and twos over there trying to make this sound as good as possible. Uh, the Brewer's hat, it's a little trying too hard. He's using the retro one with the old m and logo. Why not use the current one instead? Um, again, I'm just not getting a sense. I feel like he's against us and not with us. Look, you've got two models here. You've got the Kevin Eubanks model sure. laughing
3: at everything. Thing, participating in the show and you've got the jean baptiste model letting colbert be colbert just doing your thing being a professional he's from the second school engineer Sam which one of those Bat- shows
0: was more popular Batiste- well, i'm trying to remember well look you which know which one of those shows got more got more numbers thank you look is
3: that his, is that jean Baptiste's job or is that colbert's job
0: wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt for Jean Baptiste to pitch
1: in. I'll tie in. Flashback to 45 minutes ago. We're asked by production coordinator Kevin to no longer record on Saturdays. Sam is present for this request. I'm sort of expecting maybe Sam will say, Hey, Kevin, don't take this away from me. This is, I love doing this on Saturdays
0: with, my, with these guys. What would I do <laughs> on Saturday, Kevin, if these guys didn't come in to record? I'd be left to my own motorcycle devices. Wait, you didn't tell me the guy rides a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. That's all he no, does. That's the game change. It, lit-
2: it literally primary
0: is. characteristic. All Motorcycling
2: is dangerous. It's dangerous not only to himself but to other motorists. It's, I call it a selfish form of transportation. No I question it's dangerous. No
3: question him. he's going to die or have a serious injury. But fucking cool. Is I it? mean, riding a okay. motorcycle is
2: cool. Yeah, well, It's as you know cool what? as riding a bicycle times 10. Can I tell you how much sense it makes suddenly that Sam rides a motorcycle? Because what is a pod- – look, we're, there's six guys sitting around a table here trying to get something done as a team. And I feel like well, there's – I I am going to correct myself. There's five guys and one guy because it's uh, us and then Sam over here. Just as when I'm out on the road, it's everybody in their cars and then one motorcyclist weaving and bobbing through the lanes, making everyone's uh, pulling their hair out. Hey, what the hell, buddy? You know, I'm going to open a car door and hit Sam on the way home, and we're both going to be involved in litigation.
3: It's a rush to engineer a podcast. Like, you're feeling a lot of adrenaline pumping. You can't just walk out the door and get in a Prius. You know, you need to keep that
2: going. You need to keep chasing that high. There's, there's, and I'm, of course, there, of course, but there's more responsible ways to calm down, to let the adrenaline Oh, well, you'd love for him to do
3: TM. I know. We, well, you're I all,
2: you're from podcast to podcast telling everybody to do TM. But look, some guys that doesn't work for, they need something a little more. Well, he can, you know, okay. But there's ways to do it without endangering the people around him. That's my closing statement.
1: What is Sam's TM mantra? Oh, that's and I want to know what guys it doesn't work for. Oh, yeah. yeah. What kind of guys?
0: Oh, and by the way, when you said there's five guys in here working together, we also have Coach BJ Novak on the sidelines. He didn't even have to be in the room to help He's inspire to us. He's pulling Thank you. all the He's strings. up in the
2: skybox. Mm-hmm. He, um, he has that flag in front of his house that says sixth man. Because mm-hmm. he's like the way the twelfth man flag is up in Seattle, which I think is right. cool. Because he's like the sixth man of every podcast. Yeah, Jamal Crawford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Medina, did you have a take? What'd you think, Dean? He think? wanted yeah. to
1: know what Sam's mantra. I, I want to know what
0: Sam's mantra is, but right. I also think the Sam. Would is you be mad
1: if Medina tried to guess your mantra? Uh, no, go ahead. <sighs> okay, it's inside of me. Okay. That's, that's that's not the that's the warm up that's the warm up It mm-hmm. always confuses me when he mm-hmm. does it's, do not not a it does and, and Sam uh, could
0: you scribble it down inside this greeting card yeah, and hand right. it to Hayes so that he can read what it is later
1: There's money in here too It's from Oma I Ola. am going to go there And now it is I, I don't know if that's the guess, or if Medina is about to go. Medina, what's yeah. the Medina.
3: guess? say guess when you've guessed.
1: Yeah. He's, okay. Oh, he's bad. I'll try it. Okay, he's about to I'm go. I'm going to try it now. I'm going to guess. Okay. I am going to go there. And that's the guess. That is the guess. I didn't hear guess. No, I said
0: it. Oh, guess. He, he said, said "I'm before. gonna guess." Are you and okay, it, bud? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it's that's, oh. a, it's got that's scary got for me to see that. you take off like that.
2: That the first time you only got an inch, inch or two inches off the ground. This time you were like four or five inches off the ground.
0: Sam should haze open his greeting card. Yeah.
1: the greeting card is from Oma. Mm-hmm. It, and it says. It, there is a little money in it, but it says that, something about how you tried to put her upside down in the tub. You're
0: okay, ju- this is okay. That's her version of that story. What I said was so okay. Well, I, I said say, your wig's disgusting. Take it off. She
1: she has been. I just want. To, it seems like this is your weekly payment for giving
0: her baths. Uh, yeah, but I said she your she wig's said, disgusting. Please take don't it put off. me it upside down next time. It's got. It's got. Bugs in it or something. She didn't want to take it off. I said, well, I'm cleaning it. So either you take it off or you're going in with it. And it wasn't a tub. It was a running washing machine. I would say, okay, that Uh sounds worse I'm taking Sean's
3: side here. Oh. It sounds like he had a wig bug problem. Dealt Mm -hmm. with it.
0: Well, it's got to be very sudsy to make sure you kill those bugs and their eggs. Yeah. Wig bug.
2: What is that upside? Oh, we, what wig, that mean,
0: upside? wig bug is Medina's. Oh, mantra, Sam's by the way. out. <laughs> Sam's out, guys. Goodbye. He bailed. Getting that now motorcycle what do do? getting
3: out of here. He's he gonna
1: go there. Who's Up.
3: engineering now? Is this even being engineered?
1: The levers are moving, which <laughs> makes me think that BJ weird. is somewhere <laughs> remotely
0: controlling <laughs> the board. <laughs> he's, he's got engineer that app. Upstairs. After list app, now he's got like remote engineer app. To answer your question, I think upside down is
1: wig first. Oh, mm-hmm. is that what that means? Yeah, that's right. Okay.
2: That makes sense then. How much money was in there? Four dollars. Mm-hmm. Blood money. Because uh, I don't know what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I leads me to believe that you maybe
0: killed her. Nah, you can't kill her. <laughs> right. Okay. Goddamn battle axe.
1: What, do you want to read uh, s- some of your book for memories, Steve? Oh, yeah.
0: I'd love for you to lay down some of
1: that shit.
0: Well, you know, it's tough to know where to begin. The book's like 300 pages.
3: This so is the what, book,
0: or this is you talking about the what book? What
3: page would you like to hear? Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I have an Dave answer. Wants
1: to yeah, hear. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. For Dave, you better read. I know what page Dave wants to hear, man. 69. Hell yeah, page yeah. 69. Come on!
3: Yo, me and my boys call that
2: the Happy Meal. The Happy Meal, buddy.
3: There I am down in Oaxaca, Mexico. The sun beating on my face.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of there I ams at the, the book. Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. Well,
3: the reader is jumping in and out. You've right. got to remind them constant. You have to mm-hmm. sort of guess where they're going to be when they pick up the book mm-hmm. and jump in. Once again, the book's called The Wonder Trail. Mm-hmm. Kindle. It's got to have a subtitle. A True Story is from Los Angeles to the End of the World. I know. Again, it. I knew. Kindle. Is there an audio book? Amazon, there's an audio book. Who's reading it?
2: Me. What do you define as the end of the world?
3: Mm, like, you know, Patagonia, the bottom of South America.
2: You know, like Patagonia or people shooting
0: cops, cops shooting people.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. Robots. We don't,
0: we don't take a side on this podcast on that <laughs> yeah, stuff. That's wise. <laughs> yeah. We got
3: robots with bombs out there now. Bomb bots. And they're blowing people away. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Does that make you feel more at ease, less at ease? The drones? Right. Here's the thing about drones is they can't get down into caves like raptors can. That's why what we really, what the military should really be focused on is training some of these raptors to militarize them. I'd say (laughs) if we see them do one trick, like if they stay based on a hand gesture, at that point we should be abandoning drones and putting all of our resources into putting the raptors you know, there, down there to fight our battles. I saw a TED
1: talk that Vincent D'Onofrio did about this. Mm-hmm. He said that sometimes the trainer will have too strong a bond with the raptors and not want to use them as weapons because they are animals, even though they were created in a lab. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you have to use the chaos created by another dinosaur getting loose. Okay. Can
2: I ask you a question, Sean? And this may or may not be related to what we're talking about. Sure. Just uh, (laughs) don't connect the dots yet. Did you audition for the
0: Jake Johnson part in Jurassic World? Uh, you know, for a, an actor of my caliber yeah. to remember, every audition they went on, uh-huh. every time they nailed it, every time they cleaned up and left a nice space for the next actor, <laughs> that's that's not really, uh, okay. that's not a possibility. It sounds like yes. It sounds and there, like and yep. there
1: is, the, the cleanup for that one was difficult because there is a thing in that movie where... You accidentally knock a big drink off the desk. Oh and yeah! Another actor is supposed to come put a trash can there for it to fall into. But, but- when the
0: reader doesn't do that part right. because they're not a professional. Now uh,
3: th- that actor, if I recall, the Jake Johnson part had a lot of scenes with Lauren Lapkus, right?
0: Uh, right. So they yes. probably
3: were building the cast up from there.
0: Uh, have you heard her Doughboys?
3: No, where'd she go?
0: Uh, I don't know. Yeah.
3: Do you think that the tension between you guys maybe got in the way if you're getting that role?
0: Are the That we're in a big fight? Yeah. Well, I don't know if she knows we're in a fight. Uh, see, I me, just know that she was hot doughboys. I wasn't. I know that she has, she has had to, to do interviews where she listed the best episodes of her podcast that she didn't mention the one that I was on, even though, let's face it, that one was funny. She has to know.
3: If well, you're we, on Doughboys and you're not, you have to know that's... Weirdly,
1: it fun. should have been something that could work because you got the fight you guys were in was about whether to shut down the electric feds. Right. It so
3: well, should have
1: been something that you
0: could have used for that movie. Well, for the fight part of the movie, it would have worked, but I think they thought that dynamic was going to be... Too visceral for the audience. Mm. Too visceral. Too Is that the right word? Too too
2: helpful. Is that the right word? It's funny. I've never heard casting decisions uh, (laughs) made for those reasons. Oh, this is something that could really help us on the screen because uh, there's a real-life relationship that actually mirrors that of the characters. you got to be kidding me. Uh, Sean,
0: Sean. Well, why do you think they chose Jake Johnson? Because he's baby? funny.
2: Because <laughs> he's good because he cleans up better than anyone.
0: You mean cleans up after his audition. After he's good his friend, audition. He's good yeah. friends with the director for a long time. Well. He's good friends with the director for a long time. You know, I don't know the director. Hey, Sean, can I tell him.
2: you something? Yeah. You know, you of all people should know. Yeah, you want to you stop this dance that it's all uh, merit-based, that the world of auditioning is a meritocracy, that I out-auditioned you? Fine. You of all goddamn people should know. It's not how well you do. It's who you fucking know in this business. And it
1: does, you know, you, if you're going to trace it back to Safety Knot, how did he get Safety Knot?
0: He's been friends with director for a long time.
1: Before Safety Knot? Yes.
0: It's hard to
3: imagine anyone being friends before Safety Knot.
0: That's what taught me about friendship. a movie invented about.
3: friendship, yeah. basically.
2: Basically.
3: It's funny. I have a story actually about the JP auditions. A buddy of mine is Collins' assistant. Jake Dubs. Me, he told me mm-hmm. Jake goes into the audition. No. Nails it. Sure. He cleans up. That's the thing. What? he didn't even bother cleaning
0: up because he was like... I've heard about this. I've heard about this tactic. I have heard about this tactic where you're so above it. You don't need the job. You're hot shit. It makes them want you even more. You're not willing to clean up. Now, all of a sudden, like, why didn't this guy feel like he had to clean up? He must be so good Mm. and have so many opportunities that we got to get him. We got to get the guy who didn't clean up. I don't agree with that. I think that you should give it the respect it deserves. It's a space for other actors. I pity whoever went in after him and had to probably S- double clean slip up and slide all over and the And slipping uh, into big golf. It was up Lillard. before the audition. It was Matthew Lillard. It was Matt Lillard. Yeah. Yep. And I know because I saw Matt and he was pissed. And rightly so. Yeah. And I like Jake. He's funny. He's been on the podcast once three years ago. So this isn't about Jake and my, you know, it's not a thing with me and him. I think we both, what we do is good, both of us. It's different. And I think there's room enough for both of us in the next Jurassic Park movie. Playing the same character. Ideally, yes. (laughs) Just at different times. Maybe I could be young Jake. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm. I, I don't think so. Well, what makes you feel like that's not a possibility? Well, there's
2: okay. So, just to think it through, there's a few reasons. One is that you guys are roughly the same age, you don't mm. look markedly younger. Than you. How would he be
0: so much more successful than me? <laughs> right.
2: Well, that's something you have to figure out in your own time, but the other is that he's, you know, um, I just need a little time. He's much more recognizable than you. So, when people see the quote unquote older Jake Johnson character, which is, and we're all laughing because it's absurd this notion to begin with people are going to go oh jake johnson i love him uh, flashback to the younger jake johnson who is this unfamiliar face i don't get it well there's a world where it would be they would go like oh good why <laughs> right oh the, you're oh so you're suggesting that i play no, i play young no, jake johnson
0: no which i think is an interesting that's idea disgusting that's, that's disgusting, that's that's a that would a great disgusting. Idea. i would buy into that yeah i yeah. buy that yeah. please don't gross me out that's disgusting like a, a Ch- Chubby or jake johnson
2: yeah, like a guy put let baby, it go a little, a little yeah. kind of like a <laughs> Jew's. His youth, is, what, are gonna what are we going to
0: explain happened to him in between? <laughs> well, you know, he converted and he lost started, his working out. started working yeah.
2: out. It's, it's pretty common.
3: <laughs> could tell the story of the movie very
2: well. But just to, uh, the final point here is that the reason obviously wouldn't work with you and Jake playing the same characters because then you'd have, and this was proven by the auditions, auditions that, you, it would be like. You know, One actor of an inferior ability and an actor of a superior ability playing the same person, it
1: wouldn't make sense. It could be that Explain. he learned how to be a good actor in the meantime. Oh, so
2: that's interesting. Oh, very cool. But the character isn't an actor, if you follow. The character, there's a d- – Aren't we all actors and don't we all wear masks in mm-hmm. our lives? no. That's wrong. Most people aren't actors. You and Jake are both actors. But what I'm saying is that the character in the movie isn't an actor. So there's no – it wouldn't make why sense. Why is like, he in a movie then? Yeah, how did he get in the movie? Right. Okay. I'm I beginning to understand why Jake got the part instead mm-hmm. of you, I think, for me. Or uh, I'm getting additional reasons now. Yeah, friends with the director.
1: Bye.
0: This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.